0: I'm Chris. Did you know that the Odyssey Adventure Club is now available around the world? Listeners in more than 200 countries can access every Adventures in Odyssey episode wherever they are. The club is a great way to put faith into action, too, because a portion of every membership goes directly to people sharing the love of Jesus. Now, wherever you live, from Afghanistan to Zimbabwe, you can join the club today at OAClub.org.
1: This is my favorite warning There are 17 warnings to the use of a hair dryer I'll show it to you afterwards It's four words Never use while sleeping
0: (laughs) Sometimes there are things in life You just have to laugh at Because they really don't make much sense Well, today's Focus on the Family is going to have comedian Ken Kington, and you're going to laugh along with him, I know. Uh, Your host is Focus president and author Jim Daly, and I'm John Fuller. Uh, We aired a presentation from Ken Kington back in March, and the response was so great, we thought we'd bring you another longer message to enjoy today and next time. Ken is one of the most popular comics on Sirius XM radio and performs regularly across the U.S., and he's a proud husband and dad. He's certainly in demand, and we're so grateful he's a friend of this ministry. And with that, here's Ken Kington on Focus on the Family.
1: Well, thank you guys for being out here tonight. Just got to know, how many men are here tonight? If you're a man here tonight, I just want to hear you say hoorah on three. One, two, three. Yes! I love that. Let me think. Ladies, um, I, I want to see if you're here tonight, too, so I'm going to give you a chance to respond. So on three, I want you to say, uh-huh. Can you get that? One, two, three. Uh-huh. Ah! <laughs> now, what I love is, is the ladies, when I said that, you started looking at each other and going, oh, we got to talk now, we're going to talk down. I love that. See, guys don't do that. We're simple people. Guys are simple people. And, and, and if you agree with me on any of these, you feel free to agree in that way. Guys, by saying hoorah, let me hear it one more time. Hoorah! And ladies, you too, one more time. Okay, now you feel free to respond that way if something hits you, okay? Because guys are different. We're different. Ladies, I saw you walking in tonight. And you talk to each other and you started going on and on and on. See, guys don't. You met each other. I saw some of you do this. You walk up. And you walked up to another woman and you went, oh my gosh, I love your hair. I love your hair. Is that a bobble? A weave, a cut, a curl? What is that? See, men don't do that. Men don't do that. Most of you ever hear a man say to another man about his hair? you get a haircut? <laughs> That's it. That's it because we don't have that. And ladies, you speak in code and you don't even know you're doing it. See, men, we just have jeans and khakis. They go with everything. You have categories for your clothes. You start going through each other. Oh my gosh, that looks so good on you. I love that color. You're a spring, aren't you? You are, yeah. Spring. No, it's great. It looks good on you. Those colors make you look thinner. Which is code for, I think you're fat. And ladies, you have clothing that makes no sense. I'll give you my favorite example. Sleeveless turtlenecks. What are you thinking? I mean, are you in the closet going, hmm, it's kind of cold, but it might warm up. I mean, is that it? Men do not do that. We don't do that. And ladies, it amazes me. You can make a social event out of anything. You can't even go to the bathroom by yourself. You go in groups and herds. You will go to the bathroom. You will sit down next to a total stranger and carry on a conversation. I love those shoes. Where did you get those? I'm out of toilet paper. Can you spare a square? Do not ask how I know that. <laughs> oh. Hoorah! <laughs> now, in man world, there are certain rules to the bathroom. One is you go by yourself, if at all possible. But then there are certain rules. They're unwritten and unspoken, but they are there. It's in the Atlanta airport. Busiest airport in the world. I'm standing there. This guy walked in. Obeyed rule one, which is mandatory three stalls down. Okay? But then he just broke every other rule out of nowhere. I'm standing there and he goes, so how's it going? <laughs> There's no talking. <laughs> I'm like, good good, good, good. What you been up to lately? <laughs> and I'm just not comfortable with this. I'm like, nothing, nothing, nothing. Else. So I go and I look. I get to the sink to wash my hands. As I wash my hands, I look in the mirror. As I look in the mirror, he says, I see all at the same time. He says, yeah, my flight lands at like 2 Won't you pick me up on the curb? We'll go grab a bite before the meeting. And I saw in the mirror he had on one of those Bluetooth things. I am so getting me one of those. I don't even care if you have a phone. If you need one of those, you realize when you wear that, You can walk around in public and just speak your mind. (laughs) That shirt looks ridiculous. And I bet you're codependent, aren't you? (laughs) Not you. I'm on the phone. (laughs) And see... Men are just simple. We're way, way simple. And I'll give you my example. My wife leaves town. She goes, hey, I'm going on a girl's trip this weekend. Can you watch the kids? Can you take care of the kids? Yeah. Now, I've discovered that that means something different to a woman. Hoorah. Hoorah. Now, here's my definition. Can you take care of the kids? If she comes home and all three of my children are still alive... It's a success. Can I get a hoorah? hoorah? Yes. Now here's the problem. She comes home and I'm very proud. The garage door, I hear it. I'm like, look, they're all alive. She walks in. Oh, it's so good to see you. Oh my goodness. I thought about you all weekend. What'd you do? What'd you do? What'd you do? Where'd you go? What'd you do? And I'm like, they're alive. She goes, well, what'd you do all weekend? I'm like, Stuff. I didn't know there was going to be a test. <laughs> I would have taken notes. She goes, well, What'd you eat? Just tell me you didn't have pizza and hot dogs all weekend. Just tell me you didn't have pizza and hot dogs. I mean, where'd you go? What'd you eat? What'd you eat? <laughs> you just told me not to tell you. <laughs> it's one of those things that she goes, Well, at least they love fruit. Tell me they had some fruit. They have fruit? Did they have fruit? Loops. <laughs> <laughs> here's an ability every man has that I know and I want to hear a hoorah if you agree and a uh-huh if you agree and that is an ability every man has it's a superpower, ladies you both envy it and you you deny it exists all at the same time and some of you are going uh-uh there's nothing uh huh. let me just tell you what it is it's the ability that every man has to actually think nothing <laughs> hoorah And how many of you have ever had this conversation? You're in a car. And you're driving somewhere. So what are you thinking? Nothing. Well, you can't be thinking nothing. That's not possible. Uh Uh-huh. You can't be thinking nothing. You have to be brain dead to think nothing. Okay. (laughs) See, we have that ability. Now, here's the problem, guys. It's a superpower and she envies it and she resents you for it because she can't understand it. And here's what she'll do. She will immediately think he can't think nothing. So what he's doing is he's thinking of something. And he, she remembers the phrase her mother used to say. If you can't say something nice, don't say about it. So she will think he's thinking something and it's not nice and it's not nice about her. <laughs> and she will fill in the blank with the worst possible thought. And she will fill in that blank and blame you for thinking it. <laughs> and then begin to punish and convict you for thinking that thought. And the whole time you were thinking. Nothing. Do, do you agree? <laughs> it, it, Halloween's coming up. And my kids came up a couple of Halloweens ago going, Dad, can I have this? Look at this. Look at this. It was a tube of candy. Mini M&Ms. Have you ever seen them? Why? Why did we need that choice? For people eating the regular M&M's going, I can't finish a whole one. (laughs) I wish they'd make those smaller. (laughs) Put that in some foil and eat the rest of that (laughs) later. Life is complicated enough. How many of you are married? Raise your hands if you're married. If you're married, that's great. But being married is wonderful. It's wonderful. I do, I do have to go agree with my buddy at my, at my groom's room at my wedding. Buddy came up. He's one of my grooms. He goes, dude, they should warn you when you get married. So said, what are you talking about? He says, they should warn you. What do you mean? He says, they should change the wedding vows to let you know what's ahead. I said, like what? He says, to women they need to be the same. Do you take him, better or worse, rich or poor, sickness or health, death do you part? I do. To men they need to read some version of Miranda Wright. (laughs) You have the right to remain silent. (laughs) Because anything you say can and will be misunderstood. (laughs) And it will be used against you. Can I get a hoorah? Hoorah! It's just different. It's different. My buddies told me after I've been married for a while, they said, man... When you get married, you never get to do anything you want to do ever again. I've been married 14 years. That's not true. I do whatever I want to do. It's just now I have to ask my wife what it is I want to do. (laughs) Vacuum? Okay. Good thing I asked. Could have sworn I wanted to play golf today. Worst five words. Any husband will ever hear. Worst five words. Do you notice anything different? I've been married 14 years. I have yet to get that right. I started going through the list. Is it it your hair? Uh, Your nails? Did we have another child? (laughs) Physics don't exist. We have a walk-in closet. Walk-in closet at our house. We have racks on both sides shelving to the ceiling. I get this much room. That's not the part I don't understand. My wife's clothes are so packed, you can pull hangers out and nothing falls down. That's not the part I don't get. I'll be in there on a Sunday morning going through which pair of khakis I'm going to wear. My wife will walk in behind me, look at this panoramic view of clothes, and she will actually say the phrase, I have... drives me crazy. There's only one thing worse. Ladies, I want to be very candid with you for a moment. It amazes me how much hair you can lose and have any left on your head whatsoever. My wife takes the first shower in the morning. I go to turn on the water. Holy cow. There's a small toupee down in the drain. I don't know how you men are, but if I'm brushing my teeth and one falls out, I'm like, hey, don't give up so easy. <laughs> can I get a hoorah? hoorah?
0: Well, you're listening to a very engaged audience as Ken Kington is on the stage, and uh, what a great presentation today on Focus on the Family. You can get a CD of this entire presentation with more content than we could present today, So you can listen again or share with a friend. Uh, That's available when you call 800, the letter A, and the word family. Uh, 800 232 6459, or you can request your copy and make a generous donation while you do so at focusonthefamily.ca. We'll be right back after this. Focus on the Family Canada is celebrating 40
1: years of ministry in Canada. Since the beginning, we focused on helping Canadians nurture, protect, and invest in their families so they can thrive.
2: We were separated for for a year and a half. At that point, lawyers were involved. We were done. We were ready to sign papers and just kind of walk away. And then I just saw, multiple times, I saw the ads for the Focus on the Family, marriage intensive, and I would throw it in the garbage, and I would see it, but it was always there in the back of my head, and I was like, well, what if there's something there that they can teach us that will help us. Okay, let's let's try this.
0: Over four decades of ministry, we've received
1: more than 70,000 counseling calls, prayed for a million people, and welcomed over 2,000 individuals and couples to our retreat centers. None of this would be possible without your support. Thank you. Join us in celebrating. Visit focusonthefamily.ca
0: forward slash four zero. Do you wake up and think of all the ways the day could go wrong? Does a list of worst-case scenarios play on a loop in your head? Can the littlest thing set off a spiral of what-ifs? Focus on the Family Canada has created a free PDF booklet filled with professional advice, biblical insights, and follow-up resource suggestions to help you better understand and navigate anxiety in your life. Download your free PDF booklet at focusonthefamily.ca slash anxietypdf. That's focusonthefamily.ca slash anxietypdf. Welcome back to Focus on the Family. Let's continue now with the presentation from Ken Kington.
1: But I will say this, I absolutely love being married, and I love being married to my wife. She's brilliant and beautiful. But one of the reasons why I love being married is that she has this condition. We call isms, Heather isms. She mixes up phrases. And my mind, because my mind works in pictures, it's just entertaining at times. We're talking about a friend that hadn't been in work for about six months. And she said, he better get his act together or he's going to be up a tree without a paddle. I said, why do you need a paddle in a tree? Some mutant squirrels I'm not aware of. She asked about the shows one time. We had this sold out show up north. She goes, how do you make that happen? I said, well, people really, they just take a flyer and they tell their friends. They just get out and tell their friends. She goes, oh, yes. Yes, mouth to mouth, that is the best advertising. May not be the best, but it's the most memorable. Come here, I want to tell you something. Just didn't want you to forget. The great part is, is that they just happen. And every now and then they just happen, usually once or twice a week. We're in our neighborhood at the swimming pool. Head of the pool committee, standing there talking to my wife. There's people getting in, don't belong. I don't know how they get in. I just don't know. I guess we need to tell them not to come in. Maybe a sign. Heather goes, yes, yes, a sign, yes. She goes, I don't know what to put on the sign. Maybe... Maybe residents only or guests with residents only? I don't know. Heather goes, no, you be firm. Be firm. She goes, like, what? What do I put on there? Oh, I tell you what to put on there. And I'm standing there. And in that moment, I literally thought, here it comes. And I was not disappointed. She said, you just put on there. Trespassers will be violated. That's what Now, my wife comes by it honestly, because her whole family is eat up with this disease. We went to a buffet restaurant. My kids took too much food, they did not eat it all. My mother in law looks at them and their plate's half full, and she goes, Oh my goodness, I guess your eyes are bigger than your head. (laughs) My kids are cartoon characters. (laughs) But my favorite is my father in law. I love my father in law, but he's the, he does it and he's belligerent about it. We went to play golf. I want to hear a hoorah if you play golf. Okay, you'll get this par five. I hit a great drive. Got about 200 yards of green. I said, How far? It's about 200, but it's over water. I said, Well, I'm going to go for it. He goes, I wouldn't do that. I said, I feel good today. I'm going to give it a shot. I wouldn't do that. I said, Well, I'm going to try. And he goes, Whatever floats your goat. I couldn't help it. I said, "Would that be a boat?" And he turned around and he goes, "Boats already float." <laughs> I hit it in the water. It was great. I got a buddy, his wife has the same condition. I asked him if he was going I said, Why "Aren't you going to lunch with your wife?" He goes, "No, I'm good. I'm good." so we went to lunch I said I thought you were going to have lunch with her he goes no he said I called her she goes no I've got my doctor's appointment it's my annual monogram (laughs) he said I said well boy that must hurt she goes no it's not that bad I said what letter are you getting this year Now the bad part is, is when we hear him and you can't laugh. That's the bad part. We went to visit some friends. He had chest pains and we went to visit him in the hospital and she, the wife, walks out right as we walk up and we're, how's he doing? Is he okay? And she goes, yeah, um, no, he's good. He's good. Um. Uh, they ruled out a heart attack, it's not a heart attack. And um, but they're going to keep him overnight. Uh, but he's still in a lot of pain. They're going to run some tests in the morning. But um, the pain. But they're, the the nurse just went in to seduce him. So <laughs> I waited until she looked away, and I leaned over to my wife. I said, "I don't feel so good myself." we were laughing walking out of the through the the guest room there and the waiting room and the nurse a nurse stopped us. she goes what is so funny and we i said i'm sorry it's rude we just heard something she goes no 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 i said i know it's rude she goes no i'm having a bad day i want to know what's funny and we told her and she said goodness last week you should have been here and i said what happened she goes i'm in a room the guy's got pneumonia and his wife she's walking around the room going no it's not good no it's two or three more days no his, his fallopian tubes are all clogged up and he's just I'm sorry but if you're a man and your fallopian tubes are clogged up pneumonia is the least of your problems just saying oh but see, we, we all need help. We all have a glitch. We all have a glitch and we all need help. And I tell you, one of the things I love, just as a, as a hobby, I love fortune cookies. I love to get my little fortune cookie because I love fortunes. And I open one up. Now, I travel about 100 dates a year. And I open one, one up a time. and read it and it's like, you will travel to many places. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> my favorite of all time, though, I opened up one time. It says... Avoid taking unnecessary gambles. Right under it. Lucky numbers 17, 14. (laughs) I wish they had reality fortune cookies. They got that one, the one saying that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I wish that was a reality one. What doesn't kill you still hurts a lot.
2: I'll
1: buy that. I wish I could slip some in sometime just to see the reaction on people's face. In the days to come, a random dog will bite you.
2: <laughs>
1: Maybe you've got some friends like mine. I'd love to slip this one in one time. They click it open. Get some new clothes and haircuts. The 80s are over. <laughs> but I wish we had, a, I don't know if you noticed this or not, but we have a lot of answers to problems that nobody has. I mean, in issues, problems and, that nobody has. I'm driving down the road today on the interstate, and I'm driving by speed limit, so I'm speed limit 55, speed limit 70. That's my favorite. Have you noticed the signs? They put up? like every fifth sign on the bottom. Minimum speed, 40 miles an hour. Have you seen these? Who are these for? <laughs> Have you ever been in the car with somebody going, hey, you see any cops? <laughs> I'm doing 35, woo! And then they have the one on the other side of the road, in the median. Do not drive on median. Who was in the fast lane going, hey, try the sign it area.
2: <laughs> Who does that?
1: Last year, bought some firewood, took it home. Put it in the fireplace, thrown it away, had a bright orange caution tag on it. I thought, what do you put on a caution, what? I looked, It said, caution, warning, this product may be flammable. (laughs) I don't need that. (laughs) Empty the garbage can. Put a new liner in it. As I'm pulling the liner out, I noticed writing on the bottom of the liner. I thought, what do you write on the bottom of a liner of a trash can? It was instructions (laughs) on how to use the trash can liner. (laughs) Who is struggling with this? (laughs) Who is pulling that out going, What do we do now? (laughs) I don't know. Throw some garbage at it. (laughs) I got to show you this one because this was one of my favorites of all time. Wife bought a hair dryer. This (laughs) fell out. I've saved it for years because I love it. Instructions on how to use the hair dryer. I don't want to be mean, but if you need instructions on how to use a hairdryer, put it down. You don't need to be using it, but look at this, two-sided, small prints. With diagrams. i got to read you my, my favorite warning and my favorite instruction. My favorite instruction, how to plug it in. If the plug does not fit fully in the outlet, reverse the plug. If it still does not fit, contact a qualified electrician. Can you imagine that phone call? Yeah, I need to come out to my house. What seems to be the problem? I can't plug in my hair dryer. This is my favorite warning. There are 17 warnings to the use of a hairdryer. I'll show it to you afterwards. It's four words. Never use while sleeping. You know, I'm kind of tired, but I really need to dry my hair. I know. How'd you get that burn spot on your head?
0: Well, that's where we're going to have to end today's presentation from Ken Kington on Focus on the Family, and we will have more from him next time. That's right, John. Ken is going to share a poignant story about his daughter, Kennedy, who was diagnosed with cancer at just three years of age. As you can imagine, Ken and his wife, Heather, learned a lot about walking with the Lord through that situation. Uh, you're not going to want to miss it. And let me encourage you to get a CD of this entire presentation from Ken Kington with quite a bit of extra Content that we'll add. Ask about it when you get in touch. Yeah, you can reach us when you call 800, the letter A in the word family, 800-232-6459, or donate online and request your CD at focusonthefamily.ca. Next time, uh, Ken will turn a corner. He'll share the power of community as his daughter battled cancer.
1: For those seven months... This is one of the single greatest encouragements of my life. I will never forget it. Every Monday morning, over 3,000 people wore these bracelets and prayed for my daughter.
0: On behalf of Jim Daly and the entire team, thanks for joining us for Focus on the Family. I'm John Fuller inviting you back as we once again help you and your family thrive in Christ.